Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. This is Tom Takar and this is the podcast where we have guests on to talk about music that they like that other people make fun of them for. What's that about, Tommy? I don't know. I've noticed that you, you've you really been uh, changing your cadence lately where you yeah. go really up high and you didn't used to do it. Yeah, do I have been doing too. that. I do? I <laughs> I feel like once once we did that Mariah Carey episode about the five octave range, you've been trying to hit it and stand yeah, up. I'm trying to get my whistle tones going. <laughs> that, that is Tommy McNamara, my beautiful co-host. Beautiful. Mm. Interesting. Last night, you said, um, it's not all fun and games in Tommy Town. I did say <laughs> that, that on stage as part of a set. <laughs> and the comics laughed. <laughs> well, I laughed. Anyway, no, uh, let's, um, let's introduce our guest today. We've got the wonderful Kenny DeForest on. Hello. Hello, Kenny. Hello, guys. I like that line. Thank you. Guys. Yeah, I would have laughed too if I were there. That's good to hear. Good yeah, to hear. that's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was very silly. Um, we have a quick sponsor to blow through. Uh, this week, we are brought to you by Jay Leno's Hay Limos. Just in time for Halloween. You've heard of hay trucks and hay rides. These are hay limos for, uh, you know, for the elite who want to be spooked out by, by hay, the scariest of... Uh, Field farming material? I don't know what it is. All right, uh, that's our sponsor for this week. Check does out. Not, does nothing rhyme with Leno? Uh no. no. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're also brought to you by Jay Leno's Gay Menos, the fish, and they're gay. Oh, nice. See, that's it. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot of a lot of uh, projects going on. He supports us. So uh, use promo code Tommy for one free gay minnow. <laughs> Um, we're here today to talk about Macklemore. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> Kenny. Kenny wanted to talk about Macklemore, so we've been doing a lot of reading about him today. Uh, but before we get into that, how's your day going, Kenny? It's going pretty good, man. Oh yeah. Uh, I had a nice, healthy, balanced breakfast. Ooh. Oh yeah. What what's are we in, talking about? Yeah. Uh, it was actually cereal with fresh fruit on it, like a commercial. That wow. Sounds good as hell. It Strawberry. Was really good. Uh, raspberries and blueberries. Raspberries. Yeah, Damn. on some bran, oh, like bran shit. oat cluster honey cereal. Wow, oh, that sounds good as hell. With some vanilla almond milk. Oh man, look you're at me it. now. Wow, <laughs> that's like now. Little Tommy, House on the Prairie reboot. I'm on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Tommy didn't believe you could do it. But yeah. Look at you now. No one believed I could do it, but it turns out <laughs> lactose intolerance will do it for you. Hell yeah, I didn't know you're lactose intolerant. Just uh, it's just enough. It's getting worse. When I was younger, I wasn't. Like, I can eat ice cream. I can eat a little cheese. But if I eat ice cream cheese and drink a glass of milk, it's going down. Mm, I, used I to love lie ice cream say, cheese. <laughs> ice cream cheese is my favorite. Too. I used to lie and say I was lactose intolerant because I didn't like milk. So then I would say that. And then, like, there'd be something where someone, like, brought ice cream to school. And I'd, like, go to line up for ice cream. People would be like, aren't you lactose intolerant? I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> like, I couldn't think of any lie. No. <laughs> That's weird, because I remember you also saying that you were Jewish intolerant for a while. Was that a lie too, Tommy? Yeah. Would you rather be anti-Semitic or a liar? <laughs> you have to make a choice right now. 
Oh, no. Speaking of anti-Semitic, Macklemore oh, is boy. Our topic We've been today. doing a lot of reading about Macklemore. Have you seen this thing where he, he dressed up as a very uh, ca- uh, stereotypical Jewish, like a caricature? Oh no! Yeah, it's we gotta oh, yeah. pull up. Maybe we he, can pull he, up. Wait, 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 before okay. I before I before I defend his music, mm-hmm. I would like to say that he is quite indefensible. Oh, shit. <laughs> a lot of times you must stand by him. I must Can stand by him. Know? Off, yeah, uh, yeah. There's like a picture of him posing all cool with a, but it's like with a bunch of cops, but it's like a super oh, rap God. pose, but it's like a bunch oh, of cops wow. behind him. Uh, Blue Lives Matter. I wrote this thing about mm. his, remember that White Privilege song he made? Yeah. yeah. I wrote this thing on a, like a, a Tumblr, just kind of analyzing it essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mookie, my, my boy Mookie tweeted a picture of it at me and it was just him like <laughs> hugging with a bunch of cops. And I was like, ah! Oh no. <laughs> that is brutal. It is brutal. Um, before I forget, we should go ahead and play Jared's uh, voicemail for oh, the week. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you know Jared, but uh, Jared's the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. He's our dear friend and foe of the podcast. Oh boy. I don't think he likes when I say that. I think a lot of times foe our friends yeah that's true i mean he's our he's our they're just foes friend. and friends clothing dude Damn. oh shit foe family over everything oh fuck didn't Damn. vin diesel say that sure <laughs> <laughs> that all sounds right. like some I shit vin diesel would say. Plug this in. all right sorry for the crackle which is the only place to see maria bamford <laughs> special <laughs> I had to, don't you hate it when you have to fucking download Crackle or some shit to watch oh, yeah. the content that you so crave? <laughs> 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 Crackle right. just lost comedians and cars, dude. That's got to be a big blow. Oh, shit. That's true. Where'd it go? Snap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you got to admit it was quick. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> All right. This is, uh, this is Jared Thompson on Macklemore. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Macklemore. My dumb views that white people should sort of stay on the shoreline when it comes to rap music and, you know, let the experts do their job. You know, you guys as a collective have some, for whatever reason, allowed Eminem into the world and have acted like it was, it's good. So I guess this was inevitable to happen um, where we would get seems like I'm just like a total doofus as someone that wanted respect in rap music. Now, a few weeks ago, I sort of stepped into it because I think it was whatever, it was like string cheese incident or whatever, like weird white rap, like fish type band that you guys had on where I just only listened to like a few songs and they were the wrong songs. So I, I fucked up. Well, so I went all across the board here on this dude, and I know that the most popular songs I, in reading about it were the songs with Aaron Lewis, and I know that since then he's had some songs. But let me just say that listening to it is very unpleasant. I mean, there's really no other way around it. It's You can see that when he started out, it was like children rap, where there's like, you know, it's just like for kids. Like, I know I already said that about Pink, but it's true. This originally was like for children, and it's like what you would say, hey, Jimmy, you're five years old. This is what rap music is, and that's what it was. I listened to some of the newer stuff, and this dude really is over. He's trying to sound too hard. Like, it's not real at all. This is the fakest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's like listening to like a parody 
of something that is supposed to be hard. Like, no one in the world believes that this dude's hard. So, anyway, fuck Macklemore. I'll see you guys later. I love you. Bye. Love you, Jerry Bear. Wow. <laughs> a lot that of hard hip-hop uh, opinions coming out of Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, why don't you stay on the sidelines in Bloomington, Indiana? <laughs> wow. Wait, You're going to come say... after Bloomington, the heart of hip-hop? <laughs> <laughs> that's where it started. It's where it bloomed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is he saying that's that right. we're responsible for Eminem like you and I? I think he is. That did feel personal, didn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, he, I think he meant like our generation, our generation or something, yeah. which is funny we just watched that eminem uh well i just watched it you had already seen it the eminem like trump diss track about time somebody took trump down <laughs> i know right called him an orange guy yeah. <laughs> he got him got his ass got him. <laughs> got his ass Damn. I was bummed by that. I don't understand. I like I used to love Eminem. He's I this sucked. I didn't like it. I don't know. Did you like it? I mean, I don't know. I retweeted the uh the thing with yeah. it, but it was more of like this happened. I retweeted it like, "Oh, look at this." <laughs> uh but it I don't know. I only watched it once and mm. I wasn't I certainly didn't go back and watch it again. I'll yeah. put it that way. Like there's been many freestyles I've seen where sure. I go back and watch it multiple times. Uh-huh. And this is not one of them. I feel like but. watching that, I was like, I really wanted it to be good. Because, you know, anytime somebody goes after Trump, you're like, oh, I want this to be... Like, I want it to feel satisfying well, it's or also, something. But it's also like, this is the weird thing about Trump, is it's it's gotten to a point where it's corny to call him out, but we still have to be calling him out. Absolutely. Because he's the president. Yeah. For sure. But, but it's like, he's like jumped the shark so badly <laughs> yeah. that now like the very idea of calling him out is almost corny and like try hard Yeah, yeah. Or something, but it's like, no, but we still need to be doing this. I don't know. Absolutely. I have no problem with the move. It's how he the did content. it. And I, I was saying this earlier. Sometimes this happens with uh, with rap where it's like, you can get away with making jokes that if a comic did it, you'd be like, ugh, yeah, that's the totally. worst joke I've ever heard. Totally. But if a rapper does it, it's like, ah, look at what he did. It's like clever. And it's like, that, it's really just him saying that he's orange. I was just like, ah. I know. I I'm really shit. tired of that one. That one got I don't like old when people, so fast to I don't me. like when people confidently say a joke that's so clearly been made a bunch yeah mm-hmm. and that's that was that that is because totally like that. orange the line orange was the punchline absolutely that was the, and he like punches at the air when he does it too and you're like ugh, you're 50 years old eminem <laughs> yeah 50 years old and ugh. a decade of pill addiction will knock that down mm, he's shit. probably more like 60 in the brain Damn. yeah 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 he's got a couple of screws loose as far as i'm concerned <laughs> my girl give me that 60 year old brain ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah betty white can get it <laughs> oh yeah macklemore says betty white can get it 60 year old brain <laughs> betty white can get it <laughs> man you ever see that movie the man with two brains <laughs> hell yeah double the head damn <laughs> Ugh. um all right so yeah i feel like jared's accusing our generation there of uh of supporting eminem but like eminem when I was but here. but dre, too, for dre sure. put eminem on like that wasn't yeah dre put him on what are we supposed to do not listen to dre yeah this is dre's fault jared this is what happens jared you sit on the sidelines <laughs> and then when dre says here's somebody you listen to dre yeah don't you yeah. know how it works <laughs> i will say uh quick correction uh aaron lewis uh has never done a song with macklemore because no. that is the guy from stained you're thinking of ryan lewis oh my Jerry god Bear. i was trying to figure out who he meant yeah, yeah. yeah aaron lewis is the guy from stained mm-hmm. 
Uh, is that, that his would, name? Is first that, like, of all, the main guy's name? can we yeah, he's oh. a solo can we now quickly live in a world where Aaron Lewis <laughs> and Macklemore are making music together? I'm on the outside of the thrill shop. <laughs> Won't let me come in. My clothes will not pop. <laughs> this is my dad's fault. Working at the shop. Damn it, my dad sure. Does work a lot. <laughs> That's so funny because he does. I like every stain song is like about something else, about something else, and then he gets to the bridge always about his dad. Always about <laughs> like, his dad. Like every single one. Oh man, but God, that felt felt good as a teen. <laughs> I won't blame my father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good, man. I love stained. Do you? <laughs> I used to. Which is I, funny though, because like the more you say I will not blame my father, the more you're blaming your father. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why are you bringing him up? Doc? <laughs> you know, why you keep bringing him up, Doc? Not your fault, Daddy. <laughs> 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 what if that's how he talked? <laughs> oh boy! Macklemore uh, does also say "daddy" in one of the songs. Yeah, yeah, that's what Tommy is. Like, he's too old to say "daddy." It, it doesn't is. feel right. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot to cover here. I no, mean, Macklemore. A lot to cover here. I will say so. We've had this a couple times now, where sometimes we'll Google someone because a, a, a big part of the way we do research on this show, we've talked about it before. We Google blank sucks. Macklemore maybe the most hits we've ever gotten as far as like it's re- like people are like piling onto this dude. He's oh, yeah. such a punchline. Oh yeah. I mean he's the whole punchline to the movie Popstar. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. It's so good by the way. I love the movie Popstar okay. starring our friend Chris Red. Um but yeah, he, the whole thing is making fun of how he's hu- fake humble. Like he sings about being humble and like about how he's like so I mean I got this might be unfair. How much he talks about being sober is so annoying to me. Oh yeah, I don't know, and no. I get it. Like people well, also, need that. Also, I, I know I'm I know I'm here to defend Macklemore, <laughs> but but uh, mainly mainly the album Heist. Which yes, we can get to yes. it at some yes. point. Uh, maybe I should have been on the last part. Is album. like the where we will listen. We'll sample some of the songs you sent us. Oh great. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but wait, what what was the point you just made? Uh, oh, the sober. sober thing. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I saw an interview with him where he said uh, they asked him what he was addicted to. And he said, I had a pretty serious marijuana addiction. Oh, my no. God. And I was like, dude. Dude, I had the you munchies, suck. man. <laughs> Fuck so that. Funny. How dare you? Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, some people, you know, they can't handle smoking drugs and stuff all the time. I had a pretty serious marijuana addiction. <laughs> I can't imagine saying that with a straight face to somebody. Well, yeah. 2008, it was a pretty dark year. <laughs> I had a pretty serious marijuana addiction. I was eating cookie edibles <laughs> left and right. You, you wouldn't believe the amount of bad television I watched that year. And you got to remember, this was before Disjointed. So <laughs> the world didn't even know about weed yet. <laughs> yeah, now mainstream America can, uh, can understand the dangers and... <laughs> Pitfalls that marijuana can take them down. In 2001, Chronic was just a rap album. <laughs> but by 2017, thanks to Disjointed, it had become a full-blown sensation. Yeah, that's how history remembers it. Yeah, weed was based on the album Chronic. Also, what if this whole podcast is just secretly us dropping uh, projects that Chris Red is in? <laughs> yes, we're recording this on Saturday night. Live? <laughs> Congrats um, to our friend. Congrats to our friend, Chris Red. 
and future guest Stephen Castillo. I will say that yeah, most of the people I know who are sober smoke weed. <laughs> so yeah, like, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I would say one hundred percent. I think of the sober <laughs> people I know who smoke weed, besides like some like maybe family members or whatever. And I think it's disgusting, and it's an epidemic <laughs> that we should stop. And we gotta stop this legalization movement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta stop legalizing sobriety. <laughs> That's like part of this podcast, Kenny. <laughs> this is a big anti weed. Uh, <laughs> Like a movement that we're starting. So we say stop smoking, start podcasting. We want every kid who's thinking about smoking a joint, mm-hmm. get a couple microphones, maybe a couple sponsors. Put down the pot. Get those sponsors. Pick up the podcast. Pick up the po- exactly. Exactly. We've got Nancy uh, Reagan is going to help us out. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna, it's a big it's a big old movement. I cannot remember what I was about to say about it, but uh, yeah, quit that weed and start that uh, WTF. Perfect. So true. Yeah, 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 that works. Yeah, well, yeah all right. Um, yeah, so I found that annoying with him. I found him. Did, wait, what did you say the way you were? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because uh, I, I heard the album first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. It is a unique sound. Like, it, it's not the, first, the reason. The heist. Uh, and, and let me let me put up my first defendable point. Okay. Since okay. that's why okay. I'm here. Yeah. The first defendable point I will say, and the reason that I, I fucked with him at first and still do to a degree, mm-hmm. is uh, I will say. The sound that him and Ryan Lewis created is not... You can't say that they're biting somebody else's sound. It's like... It is hip-hop, obviously, but it's not like, oh, they're trying to do a Mob Deep thing here. Right, right. uh, And he never tried to act like he came from a background he didn't come from, which I think a lot of white rappers do that. Yeah. Or even if a white rapper came from a rough uh neighborhood, they have to oversell that. Yeah. Where it's like, nah, nah, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I came from a rough side of town. Whereas, because like, I'm ra- they have to justify r- being a rapper, essentially. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, you know, Macklemore doesn't really do that. Yeah, he's he like, like uh, he talks about Seattle. He like talks about the Mariners winning yeah. the World Series. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking at. Uh, I will say, as a, a quick I mean, counterpoint, I do think his voice, his, his flow a lot of times is very atmospherish. But maybe that's my prejudice as seeing two white rappers being like they are the same. Yeah, I mean, do you think that uh, do you think that Wes Welker uh, plays a lot like Ricky Prohl? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Tommy? <laughs> you're are you just like every other sportscaster of all time? <laughs> I mean, he Man, does I'll play I'll tell like... you who Cam Newton reminds me of, Donovan McNabb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember Donovan McNabb? He really reminded me of Randall Cunningham. <laughs> do you remember Randall Cunningham? <laughs> And then there's no more before him. He because reminded this is me a of racist Jackie country. Robinson. <laughs> Changes sports to find one. <laughs> um, I'm looking through. So uh, not only do we go to Jared uh, for criticism of whatever band that we're talking about or a musician, we also go to Facebook here. Oh, that's a good place to stir up hate. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. People have a lot of opinions on old Mac Man. Uh, I'm sorry. You can't call him Mac Man. I'm <laughs> He's Mac the Man. new Mac Man. What the hell? <laughs> Uh, you're too PC to be the Mac Man. Wow. Yeah, yes, JW. <laughs> no, the Mac Man is very PC. That's <laughs> true. Oh, he's rap, the most PC. It's the only rap I let my children listen to. Ooh. <laughs> he's very, he's super PC. Uh, a lot of people are mad at him about the Kendrick Lamar thing. Let's talk the, about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so after Macklemore beat Kendrick Lamar at the Grammys. For he, Best Black Artist. Yes, of course. That's a, that's a. <laughs> That's one of the categories. <laughs> best black guy. It's just the best black guy. It was shocking that he won. They're all. 
All black guys that do anything public are all in the same category. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson keeps beating, <laughs> keeps beating Kendrick. Oh, uh, Macklemore came up. So after he beat him, he text he famously texted Kendrick, "You got robbed. I wanted you to win. You should have. It's weird and it sucks that I robbed you." Uh, yeah, so everybody's like making fun of him for that. That went viral as like a meme and stuff because people were like, uh, I think people thought it was insincere, but Kendrick, I think that Kendrick was like, I mean, he seems like a genuine guy. I don't know. Like, I could see how he, I think he just feels guilty about his career. Yeah, his entire, his entire catalog is about the intense white guilt that he feels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, the uh, same thing happened with Adele and Beyonce, like a year later. Yeah, where Adele won Album of the Year, and she was like, "This should." And during her speech, she was like, "This is Beyonce's award. Like, you yeah. should be giving this to Beyonce." Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> last time I. Uh, I mean, my thing is like, I don't understand. I guess like the other option mm-hmm. is for Macklemore to either pretend he doesn't see it. Yeah. Uh, the reason people don't like him is because he's very genuine about his white privilege and. Mm. And yeah. unless you're being like, I talk about a lot of the same shit in stand up, but uh-huh. I, I'm being funny, which makes it more palatable. Yeah. See, this is one of the this is one of the instances uh, is, where it's people easier. have been calling you the Macklemore of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, that's a point against the defense. Yeah, that's gotcha. a point. That, yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it's a defense. Oh no! We I did find this picture of you with a bunch of volunteer firefighters <laughs> doing the. <laughs> And this picture of you in stereotypical Jewish attire. (laughs) Actually, there is one of those floating around. (laughs) Oh, my God. My best friend growing up was Jewish. We went to Halloween. I was a Jewish rabbi. He was a Catholic Oh, my God. We swapped. Okay, all right. So he did something, too. Yeah, we were a group. That's fair. He was was my religious leader, and I was his. (laughs) Wait, so, yeah, why don't we talk about that now that we're on the subject a little bit? The The uh, Just describe what happened, yeah. Okay, so... It looks like I think I may. Oh, here it is. All right. If you show me a picture of a guy like in a tracksuit and a gold chain, I'm gonna be. Really no, <laughs> it's much worse to be honest. So oh, I'm sure it says uh, da, 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 at the opening of a new exhibit at Seattle's EMP Museum called Spectacle, the music video on Friday, audience members were treated to a surprise performance by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, who have outfits included in the in the exhibit. And I'll I'll show you, but we'll have to ex- describe it to the. The audience. That's that's him. Oh, so he's wearing like a wig. Goodness. That's like, it's it looks like a Jewish man. But the the most offensive part. So he's got a beard and stuff. But the I, the nose is the part. Yeah, that's a fake nose. A so it's a prosthetic nose. nose. It's a prosthetic very, nose. Very like it's a hook nose. It, it looks pretty uh, offensive. It's like no matter what you're trying to do there, probably never break that nose out. Yeah. I mean, what is it? So wait, is this? What is the museum that they're performing? The at? EMP museum, and uh, what is that? I don't know. So it this isn't like even like so. So I mean, it would actually be worse if this was like a Jewish museum or something. <laughs> it would be worse, but it would <laughs> make the Holocaust it, museum. It, it would make <laughs> the Holocaust. Oh my God! If that was the Holocaust museum <laughs> tonight, we are all Jews. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! So the funny thing is, and I, me and Tommy disagreed on this earlier. Macklemore tweeted about it and said, because he was getting heat on Twitter about it, and uh, he said, a fake witch's nose, wig, and a beard equals random costume. Not my idea of a stereotype of anybody. The thing is, like, if you look in the mirror and see yourself wearing that, don't you 
go, oh, maybe this is fucked up. Like, maybe people will take this the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, I, I would want to know, was he rapping in character? Like, this is just so, I'm just, I'm more confused than anything. Yeah, I think he I, just I want to know more about his thought yeah, process. Yeah, he, he wasn't rapping in character. They were just dressed up in disguise so that people would be like, oh, shit, that's Macklemore. Well, uh, that is an insane Wait, I just disguise. realized how close Macklemore is to Michael Moore. Whoa. What if Michael Moore is Macklemore? And oh they're both God. super Whoa. PC. <laughs> Oh, so so they, were, they were in disguise trying to surprise people. Yeah, they were doing a surprise performance. So then they start performing as themselves. Yeah. But they kept doing that. The next year, he had a similar thing at Halloween where he was dressed up as a Muslim guy. This is true. And then he got into a bunch of heat from it. And to try and like apologize, he, he like let out this freestyle rap video put on YouTube. as like an apology thing. So we actually have a tape. Yeah, we have a tape. We're going right. to let's, let's, let's load it up. <clears throat> Ryan, I'm going to do this one a cappella. People think just because I'm suburban, I can't pretend I'm Muslim with a beard and a turban. Uh, just because I'm from Seattle and I'm white, I can't shine like it's Sunni and I'm a Shiite. Uh, just because I got a haircut, it's in poor taste to disrespect one of the original four fakes. Yo, you say I whitewash that I clean and mop it. Just because on Halloween I went like Muhammad the Prophet, trick or treat, bitch. That yeah, that's crazy. offensive, I that's think. That's crazy. That's pretty fucked up. It's pretty. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm psyched that we got that though. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good flow though. It sounded good. He's like really talented, Macklemore. That's true. People talk yeah. about how his voice is just. Uh, it's one of the strongest rap voices in the game. Yeah, that's what they. Uh, okay, so that, so that that was easy to defend. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Uh, here's so from Facebook. It, it looks like a lot of people are bitching. It started off with a lot of hate on the haircut. Yeah, that's one of those things that became the alt right haircut. So then yeah. he's got the fashy. Yeah, which so isn't his fault. That's not his fault. The time. Yeah. yeah, keeping it maybe not the wisest choice, but yeah. What do you like? Do, do you want to do you want a rapper that changes haircut because other people are like that's a bad haircut? Good point. Good. He's point. a rapper. Yeah, that's why I always liked Rachel from Friends's flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, talking periods. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Now, now you gotta defend me. <laughs> That's the next episode. <laughs> we were on a break. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's the haircut thing. It's a lot of people. We got one comment. This always blows my fucking mind. Hmm. So eight people above this person are shitting all over Macklemore, and then my friend Alyssa writes, "Don't be silly. No one hates Macklemore. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about?" It's just uh, look uh, up. Yeah, look, I get too mad about these Facebook threads. I should chill out a little bit on it, but it's like, uh. yeah, people that don't read, or like when you post where you're going to be on a stand-up tour. Yeah, and someone from one of those cities is like, "When are you going to be in? When are you going to be here?" Yeah, it's like look, uh, look up. Post do it. What used to make me really mad. This is going to break off into a Facebook bitch, uh, bitch fest, but. When you'd like create an event for a show and then people would comment on the event, what time is this and where is it? And it's like, it is right there. It's in the description. Like, I think I named it that. Like, yeah, uh, it's crazy. But yeah, what do you do? Um, oh, this is a fun one. Jeff LeFay writes about Macklemore. He's Roger Klotz from Doug. Oh, he does look like Roger he Klotz. Does look like Roger Klotz. I mean, he's not, he's not a bully, though. I don't know. Yeah, he's far from a bully. I like this. Mike Cronin writes... He's a he, pussy, not a bully. 
Cronebone uh, writes, he actually talked me out of liking him. I loved his album, then saw him at Bonnaroo, and he rambled for five minutes between each song. So instead of playing his full album, only did like eight songs, and the rest was just bragging about being sober and so humble. Oh, God. Wait, so who? who? That's Mike Cronin. Oh, nice. He liked him, and then he saw him live, and it ruined it, which mm. is crazy. Yeah. I've never heard of that happening, like where you go from being a fan of somebody to hating them. Yeah. I guess that I kind of did that with Maroon 5, but I don't hate them. Hmm. I actually think they're great. <laughs> Someone called Macklemore the Maroon 5 of rap on the Facebook. Really? Someone I didn't even that. see yeah, that one. Oh, we have, uh, we have some input from Sean McNamara here. Yes. He said, I'm sure this has been mentioned, but that text he sent... Oh, that he's talking about the uh, the Kendrick thing. So he said that it's over. I do really like that one song with the, that he has with Chance, though, which I agree. I like that song, too. We just listened to that. I never heard it before. It yeah, good. I hadn't heard it either, but I think the Chance part is the only good... I like that part. I guess the hook's fine, but mm-hmm. we should have... I put, should have put that on here, but you can check it out. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't heard that song either. It it's has a great hook find. from uh, Aaron Lewis that you got to <laughs> You got to get in there. Aaron Lewis, dude, he drops those hooks. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, and Aaron Glazer's featured on there. <laughs> it's been a while since I could hold this roof up high. It's been a while. Oh, man. I hate him too. Since my songs. white privilege. <laughs> so I'll say... Um, for me, my experience with old Macklemore was that that first song came out, the big hit uh, "Thrift Shop." Everybody was freaking out about it, and I hated it. I hated it right off the bat, and then I came around to it. But at first, it was everywhere, and I was like, I don't get this because that you know what it was is that this is fucking awesome. I was like, yeah. fuck you. What is? Yeah, this? yeah, yeah. That is like that's one of those things where you feel like you're being tricked by the pop music matrix. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> that, but that voice, like, I'm going to bump. Like, I don't know. I think it's there. Well, was, you ever have one guy ruin a whole thing for you? Oh, totally. There was one dude who loved it, who I hated. He was, like, raving about it. It was this comedy club guy, like, mm-hmm. owner or whatever, but he's an asshole. And he, uh, he was like, this song is fucking sick. And he would play it over and over again. Oh, yeah. Well, then, yeah, I never had a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't terrible. give it a fair chance. See, but the, then I came around to it. I liked time, the idea behind it. The first time I heard about them, I was at uh, Galway Bay in Chicago. Hell yeah, great yeah. Check it out. Uh, after hours, you know, sometimes when you know somebody, oh, you're up shit. in there after hours. So it was just like, a, it was like me, Adam Burke, CJ Sullivan. Chicago uh, Legends. The couple girls that worked there and then the owner and we were just drinking like free whiskey and then one of the girls that worked there was like you guys got to check out this group they're like like this indie rap group See, she sold it to me well they were indie. she was like indie she's like they never signed with a label she's like they're like they're gonna be like the new beastie boys that's what she said yeah she was like wow. check this out and she just threw on thrift shop and like so because the intro was so that's good, okay that's and, fair and, and she wasn't over the top about it she wasn't like she did it perfectly yeah and then she turned it on and she was like and then, and then the second song was that "Like the Ceiling Can't Hold." That's, yeah, that song's good. That was on a video game, right? Wasn't that on Two K yeah. One Year? Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah, I like that song. That yeah. one, I didn't even realize that that was them. Like at first, I liked that one a lot. That um, one's great. So, like, so that was my intro, and then, uh, yeah, it was like a great night. Too. Yeah, that night was awesome. Sometimes <laughs> I, get I learned it. about yeah, I them, it. and I was there until sunrise, drinking whiskey and laughing, and like, you know what I mean. That's why I liked Bo Bice. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Bice. I got introduced to him on the right under the right terms. <laughs> I like my first dance with a girl. It was like that's uh, that Bo Bice song. Dude, I was like, dude, Bo Bice is actually sick. <laughs> yeah, I was I was joking with Will about this. Uh, Will Miles. 
the other night, but like anytime a guy is like, that's a great bar, usually all that means is he met a girl and had sex with her there. <laughs> it's like, that's like usually. That explains why Tommy keeps calling that subway over there the <laughs> best subway in town. It's a great town. subway. <laughs> it's a great but yeah, I feel that way with music too. Like, like if you got a hand, your first hand job, whatever band was on, you're like, that's my favorite band. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get my first hand job and figure out what it's gonna be. Dude, you're gonna be happening. like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, but listen, if I'm gonna be giving you your first hand job, you're gonna have to wear a witch nose a beard, <laughs> and a wig, and I need you to ask less questions about it. <laughs> Wait, can we listen to the first like five seconds of Thrift Shop? Yeah, yeah. the point I want to make about it. Yes, because that's not even on your playlist. Uh, yeah, there's a reason I, for that. I respect that. All right, let's find uh, Thrift Shop here. I should have just put this on here, but you know how it goes. Uh, weirdly enough, it's not on his. Uh, it's not like where I would think it would be. All right. I'm, uh, <laughs> I thought it would be like at, at the, the top, top of his yeah, uh, like Spotify. This is clearly why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Spotify does that though, where if, especially if somebody puts a new album out, they'll like they'll be like, "Oh, you should listen to the new shit that nobody actually gives a shit about." So who walks out? Who walks up in the club like, "What up? I got a big cock." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Not playing. Come on now. Oh fuck you. Jump is it on. on? It's on here. Hey, right, Macklemore, can we go thrift shopping? What, what, what? That's a little what, girl. Yes. What, what, what? Why is Macklemore going to what, the store what, with a little what, girl? What? They're friends. What, 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 what? <laughs> He's an adult what, man. What, what, what? What, what? I didn't know. What, this isn't on the radio what, version, right? What, I don't what, think so. But what, that's not like a what, sexy woman. That's like a five-year-old girl. Well, some people might. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Why are you being... Uh, You're sex positive on this podcast, yeah. Bobby. You're being uh, non-PDO-normative. <laughs> Why are you being so uh, adult and normative? looking for a come this is fucking awesome. Now I like it. Where do you want me to do? I will say. No, I just want you to oh, just, oh, here's, here's, oh, okay. That was the point gotcha. I Another gotcha. thing, too, and this is uh, with a good producer, rap music is very catchy and Ryan mm-hmm. Lewis makes good beats. No, it's catchy. That's a good though, beat. For sure. Yeah. Ryan Lewis is not responsible for damn that's a cold ass honky. <laughs> yeah. He's just responsible for that what what? Yeah. What? And I and I like that. Yeah, that's like that, a, that part's good. That's a yeah. fun beat. For sure. Yeah. I'll admit I'll I'll concede that for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. that's fun. Um let's talk about Macklemore lyrics now that we're on the subject. Let's do it. This is a big point of contention for his new album. Because he is like people love like his social stances seem right, like about everything. Like he's very pro gay rights, and like he comes out against racism all the time. He he puts his money where his mouth is too. Like he donates money to good causes and stuff. But some of the things he says are fucking insane. In the uh, on the new album, he has a song called Levitate, and there's a line that says where he says, "Got a cane with a gold tip, Gucci ice cream tat type flow, bitch. I could make it rain, but I won't shit." Because I'm cheap, motherfucker, and I don't tip. Ooh. Ugh. I don't tip? What are you talking yeah, I about? Like I got a cane. Yeah, that's not fl- that's not flexing. No. <laughs> just being a bad tip? guy. <laughs> Fuck you. A gold You're just a bad guy. A yeah. cane with a gold tip is tacky. Yeah, it's not good. 
Gucci ice cream tat type flow, bitch. I don't even know what that means. Because Gucci Mane has an ice cream tattoo on his face. Oh, and he's got that sort of flow, bitch. Like Gucci <laughs> <Mane>. Bitch. <laughs> I can make it rain, but I won't shit. That's not cool. Like, saying you won't make it rain. For sure. Because yeah. making it rain usually means that you're giving strippers money, right? So is he yeah. saying maybe he just or over a over a club of people? Yeah, okay. Sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like you're just t- but it's basically tipping though. You're, you're you're tipping. Yeah, I don't tip. I'm cheap motherfucker, and I don't tip. That's, yeah, not, that's cool. not cool at all. Why would you put that on there? I can't. I can't defend that. <laughs> I work in a. I work in a t- tip your. Hey, you know what? Why I'm here? Tip your movers, everyone. Yeah. Mm. Tip your wait staffs. Tip if your you're going staffs. to comedy clubs, tip everybody. You know. Tip a temp. Tip a temp. <laughs> tip a temp. <laughs> tip a temp. <laughs> tip a tip a CT or to MTA. Uh, you know, train. That's a, that's Tommy's uh, rap name. Tip a temp. Tip a temp. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, the the next one is from the song "Fire Breather," featuring Rainwolf. The same <laughs> writers. The same writers. Is a uh, native rap group. <laughs> Rain dance featuring Firewolf. <laughs> the uh, the same writers criticizing my rhymes are the same writers that I gentrify in Bedsty. He's like proud of his gentrifying. Like it, it doesn't make sense. One, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But also, it's like, why are you bragging about gentrification? The same writers criticizing my rhymes are the same writers that I gentrify in bed So he's like getting them out of bed is what I read that as, right? That's what it seems like. By the way, like. this podcast being recorded in bed <laughs> Look. Bed-Stuy. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not bragging about it. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen my new bit. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> Well, that's gentrified by me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Standing ovation. <laughs> uh, hold on. Hold go on up. I, there was one under fire breather. Oh, wait. Is it this one? Intention? I want to be a feminist, but I'm still watching porno. I want to eat healthy, but I'm going to eat this DiGiorno's. <laughs> we live on social media, read other people's thoughts, tweet about justice, but don't show up to the march. I think about the earth and I think about the eco. What am I willing to sacrifice at the expense of my ego? Oh, my God. I love that he says, I can't be a feminist because I watch porno. Also, <laughs> dude, porno that is, is like a, a weird, stepdad word. That is know? a weird thing. I, let's, let's just three guys talk about feminism. <laughs> but I just saw Joss Whedon. Uh, his ex-wife. I don't know if you saw with all this yeah, Harvey Weinstein yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She basically called him out for being a fake feminist. But her point was that he had a bunch of affairs, and it's like he hurt you, but it doesn't. I I don't like that people conflate this idea of feminism and having sex with women. I think there's a thing with him yeah. though, where he was using the fact that he was a showrunner to bang women. Okay, because like that that part oh, didn't come yeah. through. Like so he was, was he was wielding his power. When that, you were like when I read the long thing, it was kind of like there was like a woman who like he was sleeping with who had a part, and then when they stopped sleeping together, he wrote her off the show off Buffy, and then like they started sleeping oh, together again. He wrote her back in. Like I think okay. he was doing that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. what you're saying though. But, yeah, well, yeah. the power wielding thing is that, that's that's, the, yeah. that, that's where it comes into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tommy um, does that with our show at Caroline's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anytime we book somebody who won't bang him, <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying to kick me off. That must be why I haven't done it. Uh, <laughs> I just <laughs> turned this into my personal grievances. <laughs> um, that reminds me, I need to be rebooked at the knit soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the topic, um, welcome to Booking Corner. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> All right. That would be the worst podcast ever. You just have comedians so in New funny. York on and let them talk about <laughs> the shows that won't work. That would be so, it would be funny. so interesting to us. I would no love that. that so much. Yeah. We should have an episode called uh, "Stand By Why You Should Be Booked." <laughs> All right. Uh, are there any others here? That, oh, he like calls a woman uh, skin tone macchiato, which is pretty weird. Yeah, the uh, a lot of these are real stupid, but yeah, his his lyrics are pretty brutal sometimes. That see, uh, yeah, I, I really do think uh, I was talking to my girl about it this morning. I was prepping for this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! But I was saying how on these issues, being funny is essential. Yes, because if you're sincere about it, you just you're a clown. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like a white guy sincerely being like, yo, girl, you got that skin tone macchiato. <laughs> it's just like, no way, dude. But yeah. if you walk up with a smile on your face, you're like, what's up, girl, with your skin tone macchiato? Like, oh, macchiato. this guy's being silly. What a silly guy. <laughs> you just got to do that voice raise thing. We were talking about. Skin tone macchiato. Skin tone macchiato. Welcome to the podcast. This is the ASMR potion. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that pretty much covers the uh, the anger towards him, right? He's corny. Like he's a cornball. I think it's a lot of that. He's corny. I think it's a lot of like people find him. They take he takes himself too seriously, right? So he can't be funny. Like he's not actually funny because I, I liked this argument that somebody made about what is wrong with him, where it's like. Somebody like Drake can do some shit that everybody's like, that's corny as fuck, and we can make fun of him, and he goes viral with it. Like his dance moves, in, uh, which people loved in uh, Hotline, Hotline Bling, Bling. Yeah. people memed the fuck out of it because it was silly. Like it was funny to do, but it was because he was so sincere. But he doesn't take himself. Drake can be made fun of, and it's okay. Yeah. Whereas Macklemore tries too hard sometimes to be like, isn't this stupid? Like what I'm doing right now? Like he dresses dumb. Or like in video, like he made a video that was clearly like, people are going to think this is pretty funny. It's like, yeah, but it's not because you're trying to be funny. Like you want it to be made fun of or something. I don't know. Like it it feels like calculated or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. He wants to be cool really bad. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Like he's, he, if you, it's that thing. If you want to be cool, you won't be cool. Yeah. And that's why me and Tommy are so fucking cool. You know, <laughs> we don't even try. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, like, just be humble and cool. Just be humble and cool. Just and don't even try. Don't even you know try. the most humble thing about me is that I don't even try to be cool and I still am. That's true, dude. We talk about that all the time. There was just a Trump uh, interview that I saw where he actually says something like that. They're like, people say that you're not humble. And he's like, oh, you'd be surprised by how humble I am. And he actually said like, the That's joke incredible. you make on Twitter. See, yeah. and this is, why, this is why when you call Trump out, you look foolish because yeah. it's like... He does it. Himself. What else? Yeah. yeah, what else? He's not even trying. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, he why make fun of a guy who's not even trying? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just golfing, dude. And then the more <laughs> you make fun of him, the more you make fun of him, the more you look ridiculous because you're like, just let him golf. <laughs> <laughs> just let the old man golf. <laughs> um, really quickly, Tommy, before we get into this plot, plot, uh, playlist here, what were your feelings uh, upon encountering Macklemore? Uh, were you part of the storm <laughs> of I, fans? <laughs> I didn't like Thrift Shop. I liked the song that was in 2K. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that one. I always thought that one was pretty cool. Uh, and I always thought same love was uh fine, you know. Yeah, it's nice, nice, powerful message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say yeah. I do respect that he does it on. He like takes stands on things and really fucking goes for it. He never made me feel like vehemently like fuck this dude. Like I never cared. Really. I've never. Yeah. I I feel like people loved him and then 
all at once. It was yeah. Well, so here's guy. another thing that I noticed uh-huh. that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't like when uh, someone like Macklemore becomes his easy way for white people to show how cool they are by not liking it. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And that, yeah. and I think that's grosser than what he's doing. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So especially white rap fans that especially if you grew up in the suburbs uh-huh and you and you get now you're gonna act like man this good dude ain't real and it's like oh, motherfucker sure. you ain't real he's <laughs> yeah. real to you he yeah. is real to you you should be mm. loving this yeah he is Stop speaking about your, your life truth. Yeah. and he's being honest yeah you're the one that's fake being like man i only listen to big crit it's like <laughs> fuck you dude you live in the fucking suburbs your dad is a dentist yeah yeah listen yeah. to macklemore it's for you <laughs> <laughs> it made it for you. It made it for you. <laughs> this is your truth, man. Your dad is a dentist. <laughs> Drives me nuts, man. And it, it like it, it like getting lectured by another white person about like I can't believe you like that shit, man. I only like the real shit. It's like fuck you. Yeah. You're yeah. the fakest person in <laughs> of the three people involved in this conversation, you're the fakest yeah. one. You're mad at him for appropriating, but you're appropriating. Like but yeah, you can't which go for it, but don't Shit on him for doing it if, also, you, if that's what you're doing to me, too. Anyway, appropriation. It would be worse if he pretended he was something he's not. Yeah, if, exactly. Yeah. Now I'm. Now I will. An argument can be made. Well, then don't rap. Which okay, I'll give yeah, you that. But he's got a song in his heart. Yeah, man. People want to do shit. I don't know. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like I, that's such a weird line to me. Oh sure. Um, because cultures, I think, are made to be shared, but that's easy to say as a white person. Who, our culture brings nothing to the table. Uh, <laughs> you guys are bringing all kinds Someone's of shit to the table. never heard Fleet Foxes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Yeah, this? you guys. Now, hey, I'm now that he's, Indian, now that, he, now that he's Takar, we're, uh, uh, <laughs> we're you, you guys. guys. <laughs> I have no heritage. <laughs> I'm a ghost, baby. I'm raceless. And by saying that, it made you the whitest person at this day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I, I, I'm an I, ambiguous man. Race is a construct. All right, white guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What the fuck was I pulling up? Um, it was more criticism. Let's jump in to the playlist All a little right. here. Because you, you create a little... Oh, shit. You good? All of these songs are off of the heist, I would like to say. <laughs> All right, let's pull. Also, this this, up this here. album, man, it was the right time. I had just started doing the Laugh Factory a lot, so I would listen to this on the way. That to was the, the pump up, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this first song is called "Make the Money." Too. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, every time. Now, this is my job. I will not quit it. Pull me out the depths when I thought that I was finished. Yeah, I question if I could go the distance. That's just the work, regardless of who's listening. Listening, listen. See, I was meant to be a warrior. Fight something amongst me. Leave here victorious. Classroom of kids. Or a venue performing. If I'd done it for the money, I'd have been a fucking lawyer. Concrete, back up bar, band telling stories. Humbled by the road, I'm realizing I'm not important. See, life's a beautiful struggle. I record it. Hope it helps you maneuvering through yours. That's why we stay in the lab at night. I've been staring into this pad for over half my life. A true artist won't be satisfied. So I guess that's the sacrifice. And I said, make the money. Don't let the money make you. 
Change the game, I let the game change you. Uh, I forever remain faithful. All my people stay true. I said, make the money, don't let the money make you. Change the game, I let the game change you. Tries to do the fade out so perfectly, like he's in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what he's, I would do. He's signaling through the glass. <laughs> he's I like, like the idea of like I'm doing that to him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the studio, just slowly turning he's him still down. Rapping, he's yeah. in the middle of the song. Can you imagine if someone did that to you in a stand-up set? You, you just hear your just voice like, slowly fade out, <laughs> and <just> shaking their <laughs> head. I was just I just did uh, like a presentation about Charles Manson's music and uh, <laughs> so basically the guy Dennis Wilson from the Beach Boys got him a studio session because they were like hanging out and he gets in the studio and the producer started telling Manson like okay here's what you got to do and he was like you don't tell me what to do and like no no if you want to record you got to do it this way and he just pulled out a knife <laughs> <laughs> and they're like all right well this is over <laughs> it's like my favorite thing oh my god that's so that's Tommy does whatever he gets the light. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll be wrapping up when I feel like it. <laughs> there has to be some comic who's done that. Right? So well, there was a one guy who did that and then stabbed himself a bunch of times. Oh, that story shit. was so fucked up. I think about that all the time. I whenever know, I'm having a bad set. So I like that song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we should play that song sometime that that guy played. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. That was insane. Yeah. Ugh. Everyone was like, "Ooh, performance art." Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ah. Now we have to go to therapy forever. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next song here. So we can admit that that was a pretty good I song. I like that one. Yeah. I enjoy it. You're right. He did, the, he did talk about being humble and he called himself a true artist. Yeah. I did notice that. There's some parts I like that I t- had qualms with. I like that too. If yeah, I'd have done that for the money, I'd have been a fucking lawyer. Just like my dad. <laughs> yeah. I took the L side. I thought about it. So that resonates with me. And you me. can imagine a young stand up comedian hearing this song and being oh, like, sure. yeah, this is my anthem. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just got like fired up hearing it just now. I'm thinking about being a lawyer. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. That song inspires you to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, wait there's a minute. money in that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand that not every job <laughs> you don't make any money at. <laughs> yeah, you thought all jobs were just yeah. hard. Why would you be a doctor? Years. It's hard. <laughs> oh, there's more money. <laughs> I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> all right, this next song is Can't Hold Us featuring Ray Dalton. Well, we, know, we all know this one. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking a new hippie. Get up, first shot, come strut walking. A little bit of humble, a little bit of cautious. Somewhere between like Rocky and Cosby's for the game. Nope, nope, y'all can't copy yet. Glad, moonwalking in this year. It's a party. My posse's been on. What'd he say? It sounds like he says between Rocky and Cosby. Oh, shit. Let's look it up. What is the song called? Yeah, yeah, can't hold us. Got that Bob Barker suit game and Plinko in my style. Money, stay on my piano beat. Stick around for those pounds, but I do that to pass the torch and put on for my town. Trust me, on my I N D E P E N D E N T. This hustling, chasing dreams since I was 14 with the four track busting. Halfway across that city with the black cat, 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 black
<laughs> I was like, damn, he really does take stands. Tell me nothing. We give it to the people. Spread it across the country. Here we go back. This is the moment. Tonight is the night. Yeah. <laughs> guy rules i love that yeah I guess uh, also fun fact i know about this song they found that guy what's his name ray dalton ray uh Don- yeah ray dalton ray dalton yeah they put out an ad and they said they were looking for a singer that sounds like nate dog are you oh, serious shit. they were looking for a nate dog like voice for that hook Wow. And they found Ray Dalton. That's crazy. Let's and see. he's the quarterback for the Bengals, right? He's the quarterback <laughs> right. for the Bengals. Yep. Ray yeah, Dalton. that guy you heard singing is a white guy with red hair. <laughs> that is way too styled to be an NFL quarterback. Uh, Why does Andy Dalton have that haircut? Can we talk about that for just oh, a brief You don't moment? like it? He's an NFL quarterback. Why? <laughs> he looks like he's like playing guitar in a... I love it. He just like keeps an being band. Andy, man. Yeah, okay. I like them. I can't. I don't know what it is about the uh, Bengals. I've always liked them. Well, it's because they suck. Maybe that's part of it. But they've been. They were good when I was a kid. No, like, they were. When they had. <laughs> <laughs> there was a minute where they were. No, they I weren't. mean, they were. They were. They didn't make go deep into the playoffs, but they kept getting into the first round and then losing. Who, like Jeff Blake? You talking about the Jeff Blake years? I'm talking about. I think it was Andy Dalton. Like I'm talking about. Like this. When you were a kid, reason. how old are you, dude? I'm th- I'm 14. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I guess I was thinking of like I'm thinking of like the Ocho Cinco. Oh yeah, they, they were. Fun. I wasn't that young. I guess I was like 18 or something. Yeah, like those that. were fun teams. Yeah. Um, looking at some fun facts for this song. This song was originally released before Thrift Shop, uh, but then it became the follow-up uh, single, obviously, and uh, it, sales were boosted by the performance on SNL. Well, how about that? Chris Red's that? SNL? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> featuring Chris Red. I thought the performance was a little disjointed. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. But I Look. do think he's going to be a pop star. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Actually, it did come full circle. Yeah, wow. It did. Man. I feel like we're performing on this show as if we're on the main stage at Second City. <laughs> it's a stretch. Man, um, you know what I love about this podcast is it's jokes and notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got, uh, speaking of uh, the DJ fading you out, I got my mic cut <laughs> at that very uh, club. Oh, I did too. And that's why I got And then closed. a woman told me I was brave. <laughs> that's so funny. It's really uh, the worst thing you can hear after I'll a stand-up set. <laughs> well, we have a clip of that. That's what I put in the Michael Richards clip. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I was doing Girls Night, I would have done that, but I don't have the time. Um, all right. So, uh, oh, this is a fun fact about that song. It... Uh, the song was used to soundtrack an international Miller Genuine draft advertising campaign during the summer of 2012. Huh? How about it that? helped them in Europe, I guess, because of that. Uh, hey, I respect that. that. Who drinks MGD? Oh, but you want to know something that is I don't weird? even see it anymore. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, because the song's on the playlist. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's hear the next song here. Oh, it's Same Love. We all know this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, this chick's voice rolls. Yeah, it's she's Bryant. good. It's Eddie Bryant yeah. <laughs> from Chris Red's SNL. <laughs> Try skip ahead again. What is this pick up? No, it's beautiful. All right, all right. You don't like sitting around with your two pals and feeling stuff? <laughs> What's wrong with you, Tom? <laughs> oh, here we go. There it is. We don't do the same love no more. <laughs> 
We don't do the same love. When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay. Cause I could draw. My uncle was, and I kept my room straight. I told my mom, tears rushing down my face. She's like, Ben, you've loved girls since before pre-K. Tripping. Yeah, I guess she had a point, didn't she? Bunch of stereotypes all in my head. I remember doing the math, like, yeah, I'm good at Little League. A preconceived idea of what it all meant. But those that like the same sex have the characteristics. The right-wing conservatives think it's a decision. And you can be cured with some treatment and religion. Man-made rewiring of a predisposition playing God. Oh, nah, here we go. America the brave still fears what we don't know. God loves all his children. It's somehow forgotten, but we paraphrase a book written 3,500 years ago. I don't know. And I can't change. Even if I tried. Even if I wanted to. that i like her i like her voice i yeah. have some qualms with this song oh man lyrically it's frustrating arena qualms over here <laughs> oh my god arena <laughs> qualms that is wonderful that is wonderful um so the part so he's saying that obviously like it's okay to be gay it's not a choice or whatever which is not true no I'm just, uh, no that's not my problem no it's that he like has to tell you how straight he is He's like, well, I liked girls since before I was five or whatever, which is like, that's not a straight characteristic either. Like, yeah. it's weird. He's like, I was good at Little League, which I get he's trying to say that's a stereotype. But then he said a preconceived notion of what it all meant. Sure. I get that he's saying like that was like wrong of him. He's saying like, he does gay shit and straight shit. Oh, that's true. Oh. If he had only put it as eloquently as that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do shit that people think is gay and straight. So maybe it has nothing to do with my sexuality. <laughs> but just to be clear, I only fuck girls. Yeah, suck five dudes <laughs> off before pre-K. <laughs> but don't any one of you motherfuckers call me gay. Dun, dun. I mean, that's what the pop, that's what pop starts making fun of with yeah. the, I, I'm not gay or whatever. <laughs> I think what he's saying is, um, you know, being straight is not a choice. <laughs> <laughs> the point. The first his bar is about being straight. Yeah, and then he brings in the beautiful this lesbian beautiful, singer. Yeah, and they connect on that. You and know? her part, I wish. Okay, here's what I wish of this song: that it was just her song. Like if she was just singing that, I think. Like, it, I think she does. I, does she ever? I, I want to say that that is her song. Oh, then, okay. But her version is very homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard. Yeah. It. I yeah. can't change, Even but I wish I, I could, because I'm a sin for <laughs> in the eyes of God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but I do. That's a pleasant song, though. You know. It's yeah. A, yeah, I'll give it that. So you know this, who loved that song? Uh, I got Maddie Ryan related to that song. Really? So, it was just, just imagine, you know, Maddie. It's just funny. Like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Dude, what was that song? <laughs> That's a perfect man. Oh, perfect. dude. Same love? Oh, dude, 100%. Oh, my God. Turn it on, dude. Repeat that shit. You guys have to look up Matty Ryan and listen to a clip of him because that is fucking spot on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next song here, a little song called Awake. Morning Train's coming in, boys. Choo-choo.
20 And 20's the new 30, should I guess? Makes sense, cause 15-year-olds seem 20 And 25-year-olds seem 10 I used to drink away my paycheck Celebrate the mistakes I hadn't made yet Our generation isn't the best on safe sex We forget the latex Becoming plant bear and her patience Synthetic heroin as the new base head So much to escape, fuck a straight edge Walk around, looking through a fake lens Apps this good, who's got time to make friends? I wish I didn't care If cynical hipsters with long hair Cocaine problems, like my music It's not my issue, I can't solve it Yeah Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was just thinking that because every hook is good. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I, yeah, this is another song he's talking about straight edge shit. And the only straight edging we support on this show is straight people not letting themselves come. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to put that joke together in my head. As, <laughs> I didn't know that it's where you were going, so I was like, "How am I going to get there?" And then, as you said it, it was it was quite a lot like edging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was about to come, and then. You did it for yeah, me. Yeah. So now I'm just kind of blocked up. <laughs> Maybe you can do it at the very end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. For sure, dude. Um, yeah, so that one, yeah, I, I like that song, though. That was, that was fine. But I do like, I, I agree with what there's you're a, saying. There's that. another verse, too, that gets more into... Uh, being a white guy down with the cause that I felt. Is it? Freedom that my people stole. Yeah, yeah. Make all my white fans uncomfortable. But you don't even have a fucking song for radio. While you out here talking race, trying to save the fucking globe. Don't get involved if the cause isn't mine. White privilege, white guilt at the same damn time. So we just party like it's 1999. Celebrate the ignorance while these kids keep dying. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and, and celebrate the ignorance while these kids keep dying. Damn. And also like white privilege, white guilt at the same damn time. As weird as this is to admit that I remember hearing that for the first time and being like, oh fuck, that yeah. like really hit on that feeling that I have. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing about that stuff is it's corny to talk about it. It's really that's sure. why more people don't. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the Eminem thing, where it's like it's corny, but it's still necessary to like keep a, keep aware. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he, of course, he's getting shit on as he should. Yeah, and I, I don't want to like deify this guy because he is he he believes his own bullshit, which is why I don't want to yeah. do that. Uh huh. But at the same time, like he is setting himself up to be ripped down. Because sure. It's kind of that position, even though it's honest. When you hear that, you just want to be like, "Ah, get that! Fuck you!" Get yeah, down. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're like, "Oh, you're gonna tell us about it." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you and even the, even though rapper. people will admit that needs to be said, yeah, there's still something about it where it's like, "Get the fuck down!" Fuck yeah, you! Sit yeah. Down. I think a lot of it's like you're not the voice we want to hear say it. Yeah, but really, everybody who feels it should probably say it. It's it's so, in some capacity. In some capacity, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I just appreciate that level of honesty from him. Yeah, I, I feel like he's trying too hard, but he's at least he's not pandering in a way of like trying to pretend that that shit doesn't exist for him. Mm-hmm. Like he's pandering in a sense of he's being a little over apologetic a lot of times and a little like, yeah, too much that way. But it's, right. it's think... a different a lot of white rappers pander in a different way. Which yeah, is, yeah. Which I think is worse. It's when yeah. you pretend it's. Not that you know what I mean. That you have the same struggle and yeah. like you don't have this like privilege or whatever that yeah. he talks about. I think it's just in your. 
think with him, it's just sometimes and rap is rap lot. music is inherently the music of the oppressed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that is annoying. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So it's like that's where you get into appropriation. But at least sure. he's being honest within what he's doing. Yeah, about yeah. who he is. I do it. I, the question I have about uh, it's like you never know how self-aware he is because sometimes it seems like he's not self-aware at all. That's yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah. other times it seems like That's he does know what's going. So it's just it's hard to get a gauge on. Yeah, and it's possible that it's changed a little bit over time. Like maybe because this is their like first hit album. Like they had made shit before, but this was like the thing that popped him off, and he's put out what, two things since then on his own. Yeah, he's he's on like his that, own right that, now. Uh, I haven't read it in a while, but there's a th- I don't even use my Tumblr anymore. But I have a thing about this song, White Privilege, that I remember being proud of when I wrote it, but I don't. Yeah. But basically, like, I think the point I was making with that is the song does suck. It's really, <laughs> like, the song White Privilege, is it White Privilege 2 or yeah, whatever? Two. That song sucks. Yeah. But it, it can potentially reach ears that need to hear it. Because sure. like in that song, he even talks about he he. There's like a a line where he he talks about how how people will say to him, "Oh, you're positive rap. You're the only rap I let my children listen to." And then yeah. he's like, "You don't think I know what that means? It's, yeah. it's, it's you're saying I'm a white rapper. Yeah, and you're comfortable with my kids with your kids enjoying me. Yeah. And so with that in mind, a song about white privilege." Getting in those children's ears sure. is probably a good thing, so, no matter how corny it is. What do you think about this? Because, so yes, I think that's absolutely true. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing over there, uh, Tommy's breaking stuff? You're really pissing him off with all this white privilege <laughs> Stop talk. <saying> privilege. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, so Taylor Swift is somebody who, if she made a statement, more ears would hear it who have not, who aren't open to it. Yeah, but. Because she never does it, it's like uh, like this sucks. But if she did it just a little bit, that would be in, that would be incredible. And Whereas also, Macklemore's made his whole thing that it feels like a little bit. So that's then it becomes irritating. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's like the that's other your way. whole brand. But like I remember, I remember there was a stretch of time where on Twitter it was a really interesting swing where it was right after the Kendrick thing. Right after that, he texted Kendrick. Yeah. And he was just getting shit on. Uh-huh. But then a police shooting happened. I want to say maybe... I don't know what the time... Sadly, there's been so many. I don't know which one was which and where it was. Mm-hmm. But a major police brutality against black people thing happened. Yeah. And then a lot of what you saw was, where is Miley Cyrus during this? Where is Justin Timberlake yeah. during this? Where are all these white performers that use black? Where's Bieber? Yeah. Where's Bieber's statement on this? Yeah, yeah. And Macklemore has been saying it the whole time. So yeah. it's like, it was interesting to watch that because sure. he, he got shit on for going too far the other way, which he did go too far. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's condescending to text Kendrick. Yeah. That's yeah. why, because you're basically saying like, oh, I won because of my skin. And uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like, there's a little, there's condescension in that. For sure. Yeah. Um, which is why that came off wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, to then immediately see the other side of the spectrum, which yeah. is Iggy Azalea, and it's like, well, I'll go. I'll take the guy that's at least trying. Sure, you know Absolutely. what I mean. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right, let's hear the next song on this playlist. We have "My Oh My." Ryan Lewis, man. <laughs>
used to sit with my dad in the garage The sawdust, that pine saw in the moss Around every spring, when the winter thaw We'd huddle around the radio, twist the broken knob 7.10 a.m., no KJR Davey House's voice would echo throughout the yard Couldn't have been older than 10 But to me and my friends, the voice on the other end Might as well have been God's 1995 the division series, acres up to bat, bottom of the 11th inning, got the whole town listening, swung on it, belted, the words distorted, Joy Core rounds third, here comes Griffey, the throw to the place, not in time, my oh my, the Mariners win it, yes, fireworks, they lit up that ceiling in the kingdom, we had just made history. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we, you know what we should do? If the Cubs win tonight, we should do this exact same thing on the podcast. <laughs> but, with, but like with a Harry Carey catchphrase. <laughs> Instead of my oh my, it'd be like, Cubs win. Cubs win. Let's play too. Um, yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that's that's that song is uh, not terrible. I like the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. That part where you're just listening to the mayor's when it's like, fuck off, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to hear this shit. It seems shit. like uh, he needed one more song to make the album length. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, fuck. that song is Cowboy Boots. It's really bad. <laughs> if you oh, want to yeah. end it with the worst song on the album. So, well, yeah. well hold on, because we got to listen to the next one, because I have a point yeah. to make about it. Because this is also where it comes down to does he get it or doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. The next song is Wings, right? Yeah. Uh this song is awesome. This is probably my favorite song on the album. All right, let's... May, well, it, it varied. I like, I really like everything about what this song stands for. Mm-hmm. But then I'll explain afterwards where the conflict comes in. All right, let's hear it. I was seven years old when I got my first pair, and I stepped outside, and I was like, "Mama, this air bubble right here—it's gonna make me fly." I hit that court, and when I jumped. I jumped, I swear I got so high, I touched the net, mom I touched the net, this is the best day of my life, air maxes were next, that air bubble, that mesh, the box, the smell, the stuffing, the treaded school, I was so cool, I knew that I couldn't increase them, my friends couldn't afford them, four strikes on their Adidas, on the court I wasn't the best, but my kicks were like the pros, yo, stick out my tongue so everyone could see that logo, like the air flight but bad was so dope, and then my friend Carlos's brother got murdered for his fours, whoa. See, he just wanted a jump shot But they wanted to start a cut, though Didn't want to get caught From Genesee Park to Othello You could clown for those probings With the Velcro, those were not tight I was trying to fly Without leaving the ground Cause I wanted to be like Mike, right? Wanted to be him I wanted to be that guy I wanted to touch the rim I wanted to be cool And I wanted to fit in I wanted what he had America, it begins Hey, I'll take you kids to the thrift store if you uh, sing some chorus for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, that song is uh, that's an interesting song. And then it goes from there. It basically gets into the point of like materialism and capitalism yeah. and and putting all this value in Jordans. And and the, and the end of the song, it goes, "I'm just trying to take mine off." It's like yeah. it's just another pair of shoes. I'm trying to take mine off. And uh, so I'm like, dude, that, all right, that's dope. I really like that. I yeah. haven't heard that angle. It's cool. Yeah. I'm with it. And uh-huh. then about two months later, I'm watching TV and a Nike commercial comes on I with that just song. just to bring this up. Oh, yeah. wow. And I was yeah. like, does he get it or doesn't he? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's back to that oh, point. Dude, there's another thing with this. So there's the Nike commercial. There's also, uh, this is a, one of the song facts, a heavily edited new version of this song was used for commercials involving the 2013 NBA All-Star game. Uh, and like he fans criticized him, and then he got all shitty about it. He responded in a lengthy message to the criticism leveled against him, selling out by stating that the lyrics have to get cut in order for the trailer slash ad to make sense with what the company is promoting. This song is about materialism. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense that it would be used for commercialism when your whole thing is you're like this is bullshit i know man that that i was like that's when i was kind of done with him man honestly i was like <sighs> you're right like I, that, like, yeah i mean that's we listen to bullshit. six songs today that, that was six promising songs right like yeah there was, they, they had their flaws uh-huh, uh-huh. but but like yeah you're like fuck yeah dude all right this is yeah. a perspective i haven't heard in rap uh-huh. i connect with a lot of this yeah and then that was just like man it's just so hypocritical it's just so like, hypocritical and like I hate and, and like if you're gonna talk someone shit, of that, but that is so hypocritical. I well, like. and if you're gonna talk shit about social justice stuff, sure. which I fully support, I think you should, but you have to back it up. Yeah, the quickest way to shut shit down is to be the hypocrite that the other side of the aisle points to uh-huh. that weakens your entire side. Yeah, and yeah, that goes with yeah. anything. You know, if you're gonna talk shit about race stuff. You can't turn around and be a comic that tries to slip the n word into a set or yeah. whatever. You you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, you gotta you gotta make a choice and stick with it because that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so anti- it's insane. I mean, that would be like using same love for like a Republican religious candidate. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you know Mike I mean? Pence for president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. That song plays as you watch a guy get shocked straight, yeah. and they just edit the lyrics to fit their thing, <laughs> like they did for the commercials. Like Mike Huckabee. I can't change. Even if I wanted to, because I'm not God. There's only two genders. <laughs> you um, can't change it. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's the playlist. Did you say you wanted? Let's, let's, oh, uh, Cowboy Boots. Cowboy here. Boots is the song I was saying. That that's, this is the one where they were like, oh, we needed one more song. Uh, all right. Let me see if I can pull it up here so we can listen to a it tiny bit of that. Stinking hot. Garbage. Oh shit! <laughs> it is a pile of garbage, both stinky and rank. Reviews are in from the morning news guy. <laughs> oh shit! We drink and get old. Oh, As some of us so we listened to the whole to album so earlier before we showed the playlist. It's gonna be and, and this one is infuriating. It's so bad, Yeah. Dude, that's 
also doing lines off the bar. Yeah, freaking PBR. Time goes slow. It's like none of these things add up. When you, when, if you're doing lines off the bar, time is going a lot of things. Not it's slow is not one of them. Yeah, I I hated that song. It's funny that we yeah we listened to that earlier. But oh my god! Also, I was thinking about this earlier with Wings. There's like the way he sings in it. It reminds me of Hamilton. <laughs> like and that he does that sometimes. A little bit of that. That last is song so too. funny, man. He does. This does sound. This I like a lot of his shit hinges on musical theater. <laughs> I really feel like he like met Lin Manuel Miranda was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> this yeah. is this. Well, is no, the, he preceded him. I know well, but the song you're talking about, I mean, yeah, this came yeah. out before Hamilton. Sure, but what I mean is because he was doing stuff before that too, like Lin Manuel Miranda was working mm. on that for a while, right? Well, he had a he had a musical called In the Heights. Yeah, he was Macklemore was sitting in the <laughs> in the balcony of In the Heights. Like, oh, you oh, want to know another shitty shit. thing that I it is, and this makes sense when you know Macklemore's work. Uh, I saw an interview when they asked him why his name was Macklemore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it started off as Mocklemore because growing up, he could imitate so many rappers. That's really interesting. Isn't that interesting? Because uh, I was because he does sound like he sounds like he's blended several people accuse him of that of like when he uh, works with somebody, he kind of takes on what they do a little bit. Like in that Chance song, that was a big criticism. Mm. Is like, oh, he's just doing. Chance I haven't heard now. the Chance song. It's really good. I actually really like that song, but mostly because I love Chance. Yeah, Chance is the best. Um, so you know, and and honestly, because I remember early in the episode, I said my defense. One of my defenses was. Uh, that I haven't heard anything like that, or they're not trying to. I think it's just Ryan Lewis. Yeah, I really it might do. Just be Ryan Lewis, because then it's like, yeah, he Macklemore himself does sort of is doing an impression of a rapper or something. Yeah, it seems like I don't it know. It could be. It's hard to tell. I yeah. But it, but then when he gets it, when it, when Macklemore hits it, he hits it. But I will. You, say you that- don't win a Grammy for. A uh, song with with an album with cowboy boots on it though. Yeah, no, and that's it's just crazy. That's at the end of the day what Beats it comes Kendrick. down. To. Uh, which wait, was that to Pimp a Butterfly or? Uh, I was to Pimp a Butterfly. I'm pretty sure it was right? to Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah, I'm like ninety nine percent sure. That yeah, was, those aren't yeah. even close. And yeah. first of all, the highest is not a better album than any album Kendrick has put out. No, for sure. Yeah, I one hundred from Section agree with eighty that. to now, yeah. they are all significantly better than the highest. Yeah, I want to make that clear to all the listeners. <laughs> No, you should uh, send Kendrick a text apologizing for defending Kendrick on here. Yeah, hey Kendrick, I, de- I defended I defended Macklemore on a podcast, and I just wanted to say I'm sorry. <laughs> Weird that I did that. <laughs> uh, we have to rate this playlist, Tommy. What are you thinking? Um, I think I started last time. Okay, I uh, I wrote down as I was listening the numbers, so I couldn't just pull something out of my ass at yeah. the end, and it all adds up to 3.75. Holy shit. Which I thought I was going to go way lower. Yeah. Uh, but I have to. I like the beats a lot. Yeah, they're good beats. And I'm bummed because I just looked up Ryan Lewis and found out that he's also white, so I'm kind of bummed about that. Uh, <laughs> <But> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beats were good. Dude, I swear there are a couple God, white men. I swear to God, I was going to go 3.75 too. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's because I liked a lot of the Brian yeah, Lewis I don't stuff. Really like I would have gone I like the beats. I honestly would have gone uh like a f- probably four if it weren't for that Wings commercial thing. Cuz listening to those lyrics I was like this is interesting. I've never heard somebody talk about like this side of buying sneakers. Like I've never heard that take on it. It was it was interesting cuz I you know, as a kid you're like obsessed with like especially cool basketball shoes like it's Yeah, sick. man. And, then, and and like I I vividly remember being a kid 
and my first pair of shoes, I had the air bubble. And yeah. like, like that, that, he's not exaggerating. No, it was cool. When he I says like, I thought I could fly. I mean, when yeah. I when I had those, I thought I was jumping higher. I genuinely believed. Yeah, it. I remember wanting those so bad, and then finding out that they didn't actually. Like my mom was like, that doesn't work. Like because we were we were like poor kids, kind of like it was. It was like we're not gonna waste our money on shit like that. But yeah, I was yeah. Like, they do look sick though. But then my mom did give me Alan I like the AI yeah. threes, ah. and I was like. I was so obsessed with them. I remember I would just look at them at night. Like, I would clean them off and be like, these are so <laughs> fucking sick. The one with the four different bubbles? Yeah. That you feel yeah. when you walk? Dude, I oh, love those. It was incredible. So I loved them so much. And then they got super cheap, and I bought like three pairs of them because they were like 40 bucks at Shoe Carnival. And I was like, I'm going to have each color. It's sick. Uh, and they lasted me for, for years. I just wore those AI3s. I loved them. Um, yeah, so. I th- yeah, I liked the, that song lyrically, and then to find out that he fucking sold it is like a bummer. So three seven five, which is yeah, I honestly thought that I was gonna go lower than I that. I still I don't like the way he looks <laughs> or, or acts, but yeah, I have to I have to be honest with what I. Thought. He's a very yeah. conflicting person. Yeah. Sure, he's conflicted, and he passes his confliction on to his audience. <laughs> yeah, so now, yeah. Now, now we're That's now now we're all conflicted <laughs> with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And so, as a conflicted person, you know, he speaks to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So should we do our uh, song that we want to uh, oh, yeah, promote? Yeah. Cool. So on top of uh, reviewing music that we're uh, wait, on really the quick. What do you about, give the playlist? Oh yeah. What do you give the playlist? I almost fucking forgot. Yeah. Oh, I rate the playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna go because I think I would have been a, f- I probably would have been a four, <laughs> pre podcast. Yeah. But now that I've been on the defensive, uh huh, and I've been looking at it with an honest eye, yeah, I'm gonna go down to a three, five. What? Wait, you went lower than we did? <laughs> that, can't, that can't happen. This has never happened. Yeah, somebody else gave theirs a less than a six Shane, recently. Shane gave his a five. So up until yeah. last week, oh, wait, no it's, one it's on a scale ever of one to six. It, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I didn't even know. I didn't oh, even yeah, ask. Sorry, man. <laughs> I assumed it was one to five. No, no. It's no, I'll give. You know what? In the spirit of the show, I'll give it a ten. <laughs> It's the you, best playlist I've ever put it's together. So funny. What if I DJed a wedding and you I went lower than us. only played the heist? Yeah, we should have told you that it was out of six. So um, on top of well, uh, I just yeah, I, I let a lot of shit slide early on. Yeah. My first go through, and I also you know what it was? I had never caught on the um, the how much he talks about being humble, uh-huh. and the fact that three of those six songs have lines That's where he specifically word, yeah. says "so humble." Yeah, that. That really, that really graded me. I didn't like it. And then revisiting the pain of the, uh, of the uh, wing song being on a sneaker commercial, uh, I just, I just experienced that pain all over. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. All right. So this, uh, this part of the podcast, we are now done with our Macklemore talk today. Uh, thank you for contributing a defense for him, though, Kenny. That was, hey. I think you did a great job. Oh, we thank both you. scored him higher than we thought we were going to. So in addition to that, we, uh, we like to. Do a little palate cleanser where we uh, we pick a song that we like to uh, to show the audience oh, that, great. Uh, that we're going to share. So if you have one, I, w- I should have told you this before. Oh, that's uh, fine. But you can go last if you want. Yeah, yeah. Like a, it doesn't have to be new. It can just be a song that you're into these days. So for me, I, I think I talked about this on a recent episode. I just saw, uh, what's his name, Patterson Hood from the Drive-By Truckers. Oh, it's my favorite band. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, they were incredible. Um, 
So the song that I had, I had never heard this song, which makes me a bad, I had seen uh, the drive by truckers before, but I didn't dig into their catalog a lot. Um, they played this song that the festival, I guess the tit- the name of the festival red clay is based on. It is a song. Oh, you got to dude. <laughs> it was incredible. I'm so upset. So I'm not upset. I, if Gilbert hears this, I'm not genuinely upset, but I, I did red clay last year. And yes. then, uh, the truckers did it this year yeah and it was like a no repeats thing and i was like i get it totally but uh-huh. i was like oh my god i want to be there so fucking dude because he played in the incredible. backyard too right he played for the barbecue oh i didn't see that part because i was uh i didn't make it to the barbecue part but he played uh like a just like a solo shot like spot at like 4 p.m at um at the main venue for the festival and it was fucking sick it was just him for a while and then they played as a band after that but I oh aren't they it. incredible they're so i mean i love them. i saw them in bloomington uh the home of hip-hop a yeah. long time ago <laughs> it was it was weird they let them play there <laughs> <laughs> so this song uh, i've listened to probably a hundred times in the last week because he played it to close out his uh set and it's called bulldozers and oh, dirt. bulldozers and dirt dude this is like oh this is vintage truckers it's i love it so fucking good and is it playing? That's so funny, dude. I was gonna probably play a trucker song. Oh shit! I put I did the wrong one. Maybe I should. Bulldozers and dirt. Bulldozers and so dirt. What your mama got hidden up her shirt? I like to play and I like to work, but most of all, I like bulldozers and dirt. In a lot of ways, he's a better Macklemore. He speaks up for people, too, but it's not funny. And he's speaking to an audience that wouldn't hear this shit otherwise. Yeah, man. It's awesome. He, did you see, read the thing he wrote about the Confederate flag? Yeah. Yeah. He's such a good storyteller, and like uh, I love, I love what he does with this, and like the way it builds later on. Check that song out. It's uh, "Bulldozers and Dirt" off of uh, dri- that's from uh, "Drive By Truckers." Ugly buildings, whores, and politicians. Um, Tommy, what you got? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try yeah. to pull this over. It might not stretch all the way because it's all I need your phone tangled too. up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna play a song from the new Ted oh, Leo album. Uh, which is called The Hanged Man. There's a great... Uh, I'll just walk over. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. This is a little clunky. Ted Leo. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Can't Go Back. Uh, basically, there's this great... Uh, I just read this great stereo gum. 
uh, piece and interview about Ted Leo. Oh shit! Sorry. That is uh, no, it's oh, it's over here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. Feet. Damn it! But uh, he had this like really crazy, horrible year, and then he just made this album in his house, and it's like really incredible. It's the first album he made like by himself without his band, uh, the Pharmacists, and uh, this song is very good, and most of them are. Moonlight shattered on this stretch of sea. How many times I stood here mapping things out differently But I can't go back Can't go back, can't go back No, I can't go back Can't go back, can't go back Cross the road and run back to the town How many times I've run this way and how it runs me song yeah check out that like album it. it's, very, that it's a sad album but it's very good kenny yeah i'm uh i'm looking through my recently listened i want to find something a little uh i've actually listened to a lot of truckers lately nice i've been on a are you you're kind of recently into the truckers or no yeah i so i listened to them a bunch like five years ago that's when i saw them live and i was like oh i'll get into this and then i listened to them a bunch but i i didn't stick to it i just was like kind of dabbling in them um oh i know what i'll play you dude and I, i'm actually just gonna play it's so impressed i'm gonna play it on youtube um her name is tosh sultana okay is she the and one she's tosh. a looping pedal an australian say it again she's the one from tosh she's the one from tosh point oh yeah that's her show um <laughs> i saw her get kicked in the dick <laughs> oh wow steve martin has a, a tiny desk concert Ooh. I just saw that. Damn. If you guys want to watch Steve Martin play bluegrass music. So I don't know if this um, will fit with that case on it is the only concern y- I have. Oh, yeah. I want to try it real Let's fast. see. problem with looping artists is it always takes a little while to get started. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, do see what she gets to. Oh, shit. Oh, here we go. Now we're talking. Ooh. She rocks, man. When she hits, she hits a guitar solo later, it's insane.
I love that. Yeah, her cool. voice is so pretty. Yeah, man. She's awesome. Her Tiny Desk concert is mind-blowing. Yeah. I watched it. There's so many Tiny Desk concerts. Have you seen Tommy's Tiny Dick concert? Oh, my God. <laughs> there it is. Got him. Take his life. <laughs> Dude. Tommy McNamara's Tiny orange. Dick concert. <laughs> it's just him and Warren Zevon. It's not true, you know. <laughs> I also have no idea if Warren Zevon has a tiny penis. <laughs> well, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dig him up and find out about that crank. <laughs> no, officer, we just wanted to see how big his dick is. <laughs> it's, uh, we're not going to fuck it or whatever. It's, all right. You know what? That's been a great podcast. All right. Let's do plugs. Let's right. do some plugs. Um, Kenny, you want a plug? You got some plugs? Oh, yeah. When's this will be out next out? Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you can pre by then you should be able to pre-order my album. Hell yeah, Bad Dreams. Yeah. I was at the taping; it was great. On iTunes, thank you, Tommy Mac. You actually you will hear Tommy Mac's laugh on the album Ooh, if, you, if you know what if you know what to listen for. You will. Hear and it. also, yeah. I um I had my laugh uh, edited into it. Oh, I, was good. At, I was out of town, unfortunately, <laughs> but I still wanted to be there on the recording. <laughs> I had Tommy playing my laugh through a phone. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I wonder what that was. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. What, I don't know why I just thought of this, but do you remember at Comedians You Should Know when Dave Drake's dad was talking to you guys because it was his wedding? Oh yeah, yeah. It was so funny. He goes, uh, "Oh, you guys coming?" You, you go, "Hi, I'm Tom. I'm friends with friends with Dave." And he goes, uh, "Oh, cool. You guys coming to the <laughs> wedding?" So and you weird. go, "No, we'll meet you at the after party." And he goes, "Ah, the B Squad." <laughs> and, and you just yeah. go, "What the fuck?" <laughs> right I in said his that face to his dad. Yeah. I forgot. About, I was drunk. Yeah, no, but that was really what funny. The fuck. <laughs> he goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I loved it. I was just thinking about that earlier. Anyway, go on. All right. So uh, the next Tom and Tommy Comedy Mommy is October 25th, correct? Yes, it is. At 9.30 p.m. We've already got a couple very exciting comics booked. We've got uh, Shane Torres and Joe Firestone are already going to be on that lineup. So come on through. Promo code MOMMY, as always, for $10 tickets. Um, I will be in Philadelphia at the Punchline the weekend that you listen to this, Thursday through Saturday, with the one and only queen of me, Nikki Glazer. Ooh. Uh, Lisa Vanelli's not going to like him. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy? Uh, yeah, all that stuff. But uh, also, uh, I would like to say two things. First of all, on November 22nd in Chicago, we're going to be doing a live standby yeah. band at the Lincoln Lodge that we're so excited about. It's going to be fun as hell. Working on getting a very special guest. And also... Uh, I think the week before that, uh, I won't be there, but I just want to plug that James Adomian's headlining the Lodge for three shows, so everyone should go watch that, because it's one of the funniest oh, man, people at a great place. He's so funny. Yeah. He's the best. Check it out. So go to LincolnLodge.com. Check that out. Check out both Kenny's, those things. Check out Kenny's album. And hey, check out Shane Torres and Joel Kim Booster's albums, too. They just came out, I believe. Uh, they both did Half Hours. Janelle James has Janelle an album. James. Well, she yeah. hasn't been on the podcast, so she is an enemy of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. If you're not with us, you're against us. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're working on getting her booked for it now. But check her out. Check out her album. It's killing it. Uh, and you know what? Stand by your bands. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Kenny, for coming. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Coming, Let's play the show. <laughs> Bye. Yeah.